Good morning, everyone. Oh, wow. What a great, great day it's going to be today. It's the 11th of uh, February. Um, for those of us that celebrate Valentine's Day, I guess we're preparing for Valentine's Day, whatever whatever you have going on for your boo or your booette or your husband, your your spouse, your best friend, your parent, your, um, your loved one. You know, um, as I reflect on this Valentine's Day, uh, my mom used to always buy me like little candies <laughs> from community medical center. Uh, when I was a kid, when we lived at 501 Woodbine lane and, you know, most of the times I had a boyfriend, you know, I think all throughout, I wouldn't say all throughout my life, but my teenage years and my early twenties. And I would assume that my boyfriend, whoever I was dating at that time bought me something, but even if they did or they didn't, I could rest assured that my mom was still going to bring home a little treat for me. And it was so cute. I remember saying, oh, mom, that was, that's so nice. You bought me something, you know, and, um, uh, my mom wasn't a, a talkative person like I am. I get that from my father's side of the family, LOL. Um, she was more of an action person. She was more of an action person that, um, you know, she may not hug you every day and say, I love you and squeeze your cheek and have that, but she's going to make sure that you have the things you need, nice clothes, a nice place to stay, a nice car, clean clothes, your hair is done. You know, I used to get my hair done pretty much every week or every two weeks. Um, back then, I don't know why I didn't do my eyebrows. Maybe I thought my eyebrows were, were looking better, um, being bushy. Anyway, that's a little side note this morning for you. I just wanted to come to you real quick. And um, it's about 5.04 here in San Diego, so it's early. As you all know, I get up super early. Um, It seems like my body just kind of gets up on its own now before my alarm, which is good. So I get a chance to spend some time with God and and just step into the the spot of gratefulness. This morning, uh, wherever you are, if you're on the East Coast, it's already after 8 o'clock. If you're on Central Standard Time, it's after 7. Um, If you're in Hawaii, it's like 3-something in the morning. And, um, yeah, so it's early (laughs) either way or whatever time zone, right? This morning I wanted to come to you. The name of this podcast is called, did you keep your promise? Did you keep your promise to God? Did you keep your promise when you were down and out? So many of us uh, have made promises to God that God, if you take me up out of this situation, I'm going to always bless you. God, if you save my kids from this this turmoil that they're going through, God, I'm going to bless you. God, if you save my marriage, oh my God, I'm going to do the right thing. I'll never cheat on my spouse. I'll never look at another man or a woman. God, if you do, we all sound redundant at, at times. Redundant means that we're saying the same thing over and over again. Sometimes we repeat the same thing over and over again, but we do just the opposite. We do just the opposite of what we said we were going to do. We struggle even with our own stuff. We struggle with our own issues. I'll take it a step further. We struggle with our own demons. We struggle with that inner mind that says, I will keep my promise. For myself, I'll use myself as an example. For myself, I struggle with, hey, I got it. I keep too many promises. <laughs> that could be a that could be an issue too, I guess, you know, that I always want to help. But I always want to help when there's a need. I always want to help because I see a need. I always want to help because I know that God has called me to help. God has called me to serve. Sticking on topic, 
I want to ask you this morning, have you kept your promise to God? A promise, as I looked up the definition of it, it says here, declaration or assurance that one will do a particular thing or that a particular thing will happen. So many of us, I myself included, were promised some things. I were promised some things by my father that said, Hey, Melissa, I'm going to do this for you. And it never got done. Like as a kid growing up, I could, I can definitely say I was anticipating and I trusted for that to be done. It wasn't done as a kid growing up. I was disappointed. I don't do this this morning to bash my father. Let me just put this side note. I always love and respect my dad, but I'm just using that relationship as an example. I'll even use my personal relationships with boyfriends. Hey, Melissa, you know, I'm going to call you. They never call. Like, why not? Like you get so busy in your 24 hour days that you can't call. How about this? How about a friend (laughs) that we have that doesn't keep their promise? Those are the little things that irritate me. I have patience, but those are the things that burst my bubble. Those are the things that make my skin boil. Those are the things that take me from Miss Nice Melissa to wait a minute. Now I have to check you because you didn't keep your promise. How many of us can say this morning that we have kept our promises with God? How many of us can truly say, God, you kept your promise. So now I have to keep my promise. God, you said you would supply my needs according to the riches and glory. And he's kept his promise. God, you said that you'll give me shelter and you have a place to stay. God, you said that you were going to put food on my table and I have food on my table. God, you said you were going to keep my kids from all harm and danger. And my kids are kept. They're not where they, where I want them to be, but they are kept. They are alive and breathing. They are, they are alive and kicking. They are alive and moving. How many of us have kept our promise? I was reminded by my mom. Uh, let me see what month this was. It was back in 2017 when God blessed me with an ultrasound job for my GS employees. It was a GS nine position and God kept that promise. Cause I was out of that field so long. I was out of doing ultrasounds for so long. I prayed and prayed, God, I want an ultrasound job, God. And God gave me that, gave me that promise. He gave me the heart, my heart's desire. As I look back on my life, I also like to say that we ought to keep our promises. A promise is easier kept. When I keep my promise to you, you trust me more. When I keep my promise to you, you believe in me more. When I keep my promise to you, you have faith that if I tell you something else, it's going to happen. 
I like to use my mom as an example. She kept her promises to me. She kept them. She kept her promises. It was she was a little bit overprotective, I would say, or just like a Trinidadian born parent <laughs> that you're going to do what I say or you're going to leave. That's just how it was growing up. Needless to say, she kept her promises. Melissa, if you do this, I will do this. I didn't have to remind my mom to be a mom and remind my mom to buy me school clothes and remind my mom, hey, mom, can you do this? It was just automatic because she know what she knew, excuse me, what her task was, what being a parent is all about. Now I get a chance to be a parent to Zanelle and God knows <laughs> if I don't keep my word, she will call me up on it. And she's eight. So for example, if I say Zanelle, if you sleep in your own bed for an entire week, I'll give you $20. And someone might say, well, she's supposed to sleep in her own bed. Well, she doesn't really like to be alone. She probably gets that from me. Torian, he doesn't care if he's alone or not. He probably likes to be alone. Um, anyway, we have different personalities, very polar opposite in some regard. But with Sanel, she likes you to keep your promise. Because like we're her, she's home with us. You know, she goes to Nazareth Catholic. She's home and she's virtually learning downstairs. I'm upstairs doing my job and Zanelle is doing her job. Torian's doing his job where he leaves the house and comes back when he's finished with his day. The promises of the military is if you show up, you're going to get paid. You will get paid in the 1st and the 15th. I don't care nothing about the pandemic. I don't care nothing about who goes to war. They will get paid. The families that are that are affiliated with military, if you're a spouse or a child or a grandparent, you will get health insurance. You will get health insurance. I'll use myself for an example. So Zanel and I, we have TRICARE standard. For my non-military folks, that's where we pay extra money to go to doctor of our choice. So I don't go to the military facilities. I prefer to find my own doctor and to find my own, um, you know, OBGYN or whatever it is, or PCP, PCM, primary care manager. That's a little side note. Take your job, for example. How would you like if you worked all week? And you didn't get a paycheck. Somebody's going to get hurt. <laughs> oh, goodness. Someone's going to get hurt. You work two weeks and you have bills to pay. Your mortgage, your rent, whatever other bills, you know, taking care of your family, whatever that entails. And they tell you, oh, we forgot to put you on the payroll this week. OMG. If we were light skin, we'll be pink. If we were, if we are brown skin like me, you really going to be like, your cheeks are going to be red. You're going to be on fire. I think sometimes, and I don't know how God feels, but if I were to guess, when we as Christians, people that follow God, 
people that have made promises to God. God, if you take me up out of this situation, I promise to go to church every Sunday. God, if you keep me from this, 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 I promise that I'll be a better wife. God, if you promise I'll be a better husband, I won't cheat. I won't do this. That goes for spouse. That goes for male and female because females, we're not perfect. We're not exempt from that either. Okay. Some of us, we struggle with that every day. Some of us, we are struggling with that now. From my friends all around the country, I have friends all around the globe, all around the globe. I have friends that are in, um, where the heck are they? I have friends that are overseas in Australia. I have friends that are all over the country from, from California to Virginia to Arizona to New York to Jersey to Ohio to Philadelphia to PA. Keeping your promise. Like they said, the, your word is your bond. That's something that my mom told me. Integrity, that ties into integrity, which I can say that for another podcast. This morning I ask you, did you keep your promise? Did you keep your side of the promise? Did you keep your side? And if you can say to yourself, the answer is no, you got to check yourself. I don't have to do that for you. You have to check yourself. There are some promises that I made to God. God, if you do this to me, if you don't do anything else for me, if you do this to me, I promise I would live right. Sometimes I think we struggle with our own words or sometimes we have amnesia. I think sometimes we just play that we have amnesia because I think sometimes we know what we're supposed to do, but we just, we don't want to do it. We just, we're stuck in our ways. We don't want to do it. We don't feel like doing it. It's like a person saying, I have a gym membership, but I don't feel like going to the gym. I know I'm supposed to eat right, but nope, I'm going to eat this two cheeseburgers and I'm going to feel good. My gut's going to be happy. And then you're going to pay for it later. I'm guilty. If I eat a piece of chocolate today, I guarantee you come tomorrow, I will have a pimple. And I'll be so upset because I'm like, I already have enough dark spots. I already have dark spots on my skin. If I drink a Pepsi or I don't drink Coca-Cola, excuse me. But if I drink a Pepsi, I will get a pimple. There is no question about it. So what I need to do for myself, I started to buy like the vinegar. This is just a little side note. A little, we all know about this. And again, my mom was a nurse. So I don't know if she drunk vinegar but she didn't eat chocolate that much, maybe once a week on a Sunday after church. And she definitely didn't drink soda. I don't think my, I've never even seen my mom drink soda in my, uh, my mom passed when I was 41. In my 41 years, when I lived, I've never seen my mom drink soda. She didn't even drink orange juice. Another story for a different day. Romans 4 and 16 says, therefore, it is a faith that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all that seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Wow. 
so many different keywords, promise, grace, faith. In order for you to keep your promise, you have to have faith in God. Because that's the only way that you can keep your promise anyway. Because it's just empty words. If I say, hey, so now I'm going to take you to Target to pick out a toy for 20 bucks if you do well on your spelling quiz. And come Sunday, I'm like, oh, I forgot. No, I should put it in my phone. I should put it in my calendar. I should, you know, maybe leave a sticky note on my work computer. This is what I promise. And then I'm going to have Zanel say it to me. You did promise that. Mom, you promised you would do it. Sometimes our children remind us of ourselves. You know, I never really had to say, Mom, you promised you would do that. Because my mom, if she said she was going to do something, she would just do it. You know, she said she was going to help me with something. She would just do it. And even though I was very independent and um, I am still independent in a way, even in my marriage, and I struggle with that because I like to like have my own money. I have to be able to, you know, if I want a pair of shoes and I'm so proud of myself, I haven't bought any pairs of shoes and it's the 11th of February. I haven't bought any for the year. <laughs> so it's good. I'm, I'm learning to like, I have enough shoes to last me a lifetime. Real story. This is the truth. Thank God. I probably have enough clothes to last me a lifetime. All I need to do is just maintain what I have, maintain my, um, you know, take care of my stuff, take care of my stuff, take care of my, my clothes and my shoes. And, um, I work from home now. So it's like, unless I'm going walking, I could throw on a pair of sneakers, a pair of tennis shoes, you know, California is always nice here. So we can still wear open toes. Yay. Um, but keep your side of the promise. You know, if you tell your spouse, Hey, I'm going to make you your favorite cake. I'm going to make you your favorite dinner. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to surprise you. It's Valentine's Day, y'all, for those of us that celebrate it, you know, um, treat your spouse to something. Even if you don't really have a lot of money, buy a card. If you don't have money to buy a card, make a card. If you don't have money to make a card, say something nice. Say something and tell how much you adore that person. I adore you because X, Y, and Z. I don't know. Just some little ideas, you know. This Valentine's Day, I I did something different. I think, I don't want to say every holiday is going to feel different. Like every holiday, oh, I'm going to miss my mom. Of course, I miss my mom every day, not just on Valentine's Day and Mother's Day and Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and her birthday and my birthday. I have a birthday coming up on the 23rd. It's like uh, a couple of weeks from now. You know, my mom would always send me flowers. You know, every every birthday was flowers at my door. She would, whether I lived in Hawaii or Texas or California, that was my mom. You know, she knew when I was born, she gave birth to me. And those are the things that I'll miss, you know. And, and I'm sure that, you know, I'll have other gifts or whatever. I can buy my own gift, whatever I want for my birthday, thank God. But... Birthdays are important to me. You know, 42 is like a good year. Every year is good to me. I love birthdays. Usually I kind of celebrate the entire month um, because I think it's a celebration. Every day is a celebration. Every day you should keep your promise. Every day you should have a mental promise that you're going to do the right thing. 
every day I have to remind myself that I need to do the right thing because we're all tempted by things. We're all tempted to, we're not talking about like lust of like wanting someone else. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just like holding your tongue. Some of us, we struggle with that. You know, I consider myself a talkative person, but sometimes I have to like be quiet and listen. When I become a social worker, I'm sure that I'll have a client that wants to talk and they'll probably want to talk as much as I used to want to talk for an hour. Sometimes I, I, I call, uh, the other day I was talking to my uncle and we chatted for hours. I was like, oh my gosh. Cause I haven't spoken to him in a while. So it was a lot of things that I had to, you know, catch him up on and he had the time and I had the time. So we chatted about what we chatted about, you know, um, keeping our promise is something it's not easy. Like it's not easy for a lot of people. Like my mom would always say, some things are easy for some and some things people really have to work on at it. For me, I have to work on my attitude. I still have to work on it. I still have to like, okay. So I have to almost say to myself, don't get offended. So what? Take it easy. Sometimes Torian have to tell me, take it easy. I'm like, this is the easy. I am being easy. I'm not going off at anybody. Oh, goodness. Sometimes my daughter have to say, don't talk with your hands. I'm like, I'm from New Jersey. We don't talk with our hands to the side. We talk with our hands. Simple things, you know, like that, that I, um, that I work on, that I can say I can do better. Ladies and gentlemen, it's so important to keep your promise. I want to talk to you really quick about the word keep. Have to remain possession of. So keep, if, if someone gives you $5 and they're like, yeah, man, you're like, man, I don't have any money for lunch. And they're like, you know what? You can keep this $5. And what about if they ask for it back? You're like, bro, you said I can keep the five bucks. <laughs> and they're like, nah, 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 I want it back. Like, are you crazy? You just told me yesterday you, I can keep the $5. Jesus Christ wants us to keep our promises to him. Jesus Christ is, is looking at us and he's reviewing our life and he's asking, are we worthy? Sometimes I myself even, like, I'm like, am I worthy to bring podcasts to you? Like, I, I, I'm not a minister, right? Um, I know the Bible, obviously. We all do. Um, some people say that I'm an evangelist. And I know that I have a calling on my life spiritually, but I haven't taken any classes to be an, an ordained minister. I have friends that are pastors all over um, the country. I know ministers all over the country, deacon, deaconess, um, you know, people that hold titles. Sometimes I always think like, man, those titles, they kind of get you in trouble. You know, like, oh, now I'm a minister. Oh, now I'm an evangelist. So I just like to call myself, I'm just a speaker. I'm just a speaker. I am working on getting my degree. Um, I've always prided myself in whenever I have that big audience that I can introduce myself and have some initials behind my name. And that comes from my upbringing. My mom always told me, to get some initials behind my name. And, um, sometimes people ask me for a business card. It's happened to me like twice. Like, can I get your business card? I'm like, I don't have a business card. I had business cards when I was like selling jewelry and stuff like that, but I don't have a business card. Maybe that's something that I really 
need to do and put that on my to-do list. So today, real simple, I didn't do a lot of hooping and hollering. Um, but you know, just keeping your promise, just keeping your promise to God, doing your part, you know, your word is your bond, you know, um, if you're struggling with that this morning, you know where to go, you know who to go to, you know who to ask. God always has plans for us. God always has the next level for us. And I believe that God always wants to take us to the next level. But we have, excuse me, we have to pass this level first. It's like a college student. You start off with like classes, 100, 200, 300, 400. When you're getting your master's, it's like 500. When you're getting your doctoral degree, I'm sure it's 600. Who knows? You know, and and you want to be able to pass that test. Gosh, I'm sure I failed a lot of tests. I'm not talking about academically. I'm just talking about spiritually. I don't like to really do repeats because sometimes the repeats are harder. And God doesn't send an email saying that he's going to re. Oh, Melissa, I'm going to have you repeat this test tomorrow at 12 noon. Somebody's going to say something to you ridiculous at the grocery store, ridiculous at the nail salon, and I want to see how you handle it. God doesn't send those reminder emails. Sometimes we may have a a prophet or or someone that's prophetic that may say God's going to test you, but what if you don't have that? What if there's no one in your life that's like prophetic? What if you don't go to a congregation that that has a a minister that's prophetic and you get caught off guard. Again, these are all, you know, podcasts for a different day. I'm at 25 minutes, y'all. I hope y'all have a wonderful day. Today is my Friday, so I'm grateful. I am off until Tuesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. You know, do something for your loved ones. Love on someone. Tell them that you love them. Give an encouraging word to someone. Tell them that they're going to make it. Tell them that trouble don't last forever. Let me be the first to tell you this morning that trouble don't last forever. Everything in your life is temporary. Everything that you go through in your life is temporary. Even this life that we live here on earth. Everything is temporary. God's love is forever though. God's love is everlasting. God's love is so peaceful. Let God this morning wrap his love around you. Let him clothe you and swaddle you with his love. Let the anointing of the Holy Spirit wrap around you. Let you know that everything is going to work out for your good. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what it feels like. This season in your life may not feel good. It may feel horrible, but God is still going to bless you in this season. I'll repeat that. God is still going to bless you in this season, y'all. He's still working things out for you. You still have breath in your body. You're not on a ventilator this morning. You're still in your the comfort of your own home, I hope. You're still in the comfort of your own vehicle. So I ask God to rain on you this morning. 
I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. I ask God to rain on you this morning. Let his shower of his anointing. Jesus, rain on you this morning, wherever you may be, let you feel the power of the Holy Ghost. Let God just touch your heart. Let God just touch your soul and let God just touch your mind. I know that there are great plans for you. I know that Jesus Christ is working it all out for you. I know that Jesus Christ is going to come through for you. I know that Jesus Christ is coming through. He's coming through for you. Why don't you lift your hands up and say, God, I'm ready. God, I'm ready for you to come through for me. God, I'm ready for you to do something miraculous. God, take me from victim to victorious. God, move me from mediocre to marvelous. God, won't you bless me this morning? Bless me real good. I need a blessing. Jesus from God. I need a miracle from God this morning. God is in the blessing business today. My God, he's in the blessing business, y'all. Jesus, he's in the blessing business. He's in the blessing business. He's breaking some things up for you. And bringing you into your newness. I hear that in a spiritual realm. He's breaking some things up in your life. Some relationships in your life that you need to get rid of. Some things in your life from your past that you need to give it to God. I can hear that in the spiritual realm. That God is breaking some things up. My God. And making you whole again. Jesus Christ. He's making you whole again. It's like a piece of clay that you have hammered. And he's putting them back together. For your good. Why don't you trust him ladies and gentlemen. Why don't you have faith that God is. And God can. And God will. Have a good day.